0: Oh, oh, Welcome to In the Lap of the Pod's Queen Podcast with Joe, David and Marcel Paul. Yep, that's right, the fools have let me host again. Yep. Yeah. Oh no, schoolboy Errol! <laughs> On this episode, we will be discussing the Starfleet Project by Brian May and friends. Before we continue, we'd like to shout out to all our brothers in the Deep Dive Podcast Network. So we have John and Nate at the Deep Purple Podcast. Yay. Hey. We've got Rye at Sabbath Bloody Podcast. We've, yeah. got, we've got the simple man at Skinner Dreef Considered. Yay. Yeah. We've, yeah. gover- we've got the governor, Terry T-Bone Mathley at T-Bone's Pine Cuts. And last but not least, we've got Scott at The Magician's Podcast.
1: Yay. Yeah. Hey. So, uh, <laughs> oh, T-Bone's, guys, guys T-Bone's just recorded his first podcast, didn't he? He has, aye. aye. Uh, so probably by the time this goes out, it'll
0: probably be out, maybe. Um, it so. should be out, yeah. yeah. Aye. yeah. look forward I to look checking out. That. aye. Check it aye. out, yeah. yeah. So, uh, the Starfleet Project uh, is a mini-album or EP with three tracks, and it was released on the 31st of October, 1983. Brian was at a loose end in, a- in LA in April of that year, and had an idea to invite some people down for a jam. He was inspired to rejig the theme tune to Starfleet, a Japanese kid show that he and his son Jimmy enjoyed, and he wanted to do a hard rock version of it. Uh, have you heard the the original on the?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It's it's just all keyboards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: It, it, it's, it's, it's even even vocally, it's, it's very similar to the way Brian sings it. Yeah, um,
0: yeah, very similar. Oh, very, you know, same, much... same. Same melody and everything, yeah. It's, yeah, uh, so even, the, even the sound of the, the, the voice is very similar to even to Brian, so... And some aye. of the keyboard sounds... Uh, can aye, 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 can I just, aye, he replicated really well. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, um, yeah, so Brian, he, he got on the phone and he got uh, a hold of Eddie Van Heelen, who I'm sure you all know. Um, yep. no. got, Who's that, <laughs> mate? Quite, apparently he's quite good in the guitar. Van Heelen.
2: Uh, Who's
0: that? <laughs> <laughs> you got drummer Alan Gratzer of Ariel Speedwagon, uh, Phil Chen, who's the bass man for Jeff Beck and Rod Stewart, and Fred Mandel, the marvellous Fred Mandel, uh, session keyboard player, who was the additional keyboard player on the uh, Hot Space Tour and also uh, the following year worked on the works with... Uh, yeah. Aye. Skilled skilled man on the keys, man. Absolutely. Absolutely, Yeah. And finally, Roger Taylor, um, who apparently is Queen's drummer, uh, provided backing vocals on the title song. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: All the material was recorded in April the 21st and April the 22nd, 1983, and Brian initially had no plans to do anything with the tapes. However, those who heard them urged him to publish. So we have three tracks, Starfleet, Let Me Out, and Bluesbreaker. Uh, so they recorded Starfleet uh, on the first day. And on the second day, it was the other two tracks. Um, so what's your thoughts on this album, gentlemen? Initial thoughts? You go, David. You gotta go first then? OK. Um...
1: I've been kind of conflicted with how I would sum this album up um, knowing the podcast was happening uh, tonight I've kind of I've flip-flopped a little bit on it um, okay right I like I'll do harsh and I'll do fair okay so harsh here's my harsh assessment of the album um, given that we'd, we'd done fun and space then done, done, you know we've done Roger's album um, and then doing this after it, being the second solo album from a Queen member. It feels a bit like Roger was very musical, very brave, very bold. When I listen to this, it just feels like some out-of-touch old rocker jamming away blues for half an hour. That's harsh. I know it's harsh, and it's unfair. And here's why it's unfair. It's unfair because you rightly said at the start, Paul, that that there was no intention of these tapes being released. You know, they they, they were meant to be put, you know, Brian said, I've put them in a drawer and maybe they wouldn't have been released. But the other people hearing it, you know, he's, he's, he's thought, okay, I'll touch it up, I'll finish it off and I'll, I'll stick out. So for that reason, it's, uh, you know, what I said at the start is unfair because it's not a Brian me album as such. So it'd be real unfair to kind of categorise it in the same sense that, of fun and space as a Roger Taylor solo album Um, and it's also unfair because Brian and Roger are two different people completely different musicians completely different people so that's why it's unfair so I've been toying between the two if I was in a particularly bad mood today I mean I just went and stuck with my 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 line on the you know it being uh, a kind of a bastard mate indeed (laughs) (laughs) just exposing my true colors but as a, but I suppose all that having said that I've kind of waffled on a wee bit but um it's it's just a bit of fun isn't it it's, it's a jam it's a it's a pretty much a long jam outside yeah you know you know well I mean even all three tracks are, all three tracks are jammy you've got structure and Starfleet of course and then it does continue on into a jam same with Let Me Out continues on into a jam then you've got the actual jam on the on side two and Bluesbreaker so. It's a, it's a It's a bunch of friends having a good time and enjoying each other's company and enjoying each other's playing. And does is it something I would listen to on a regular basis or a semi-regular basis? Probably not. That's probably my assessment of it. But it's not been. Uh, it's it's been fairly pleasurable listening to it in the last kind of week or so. When I've been kind of, I think I've listened to it about three or four times. So yeah, that's kind of my assessment out with delving into the actual playing in the in the in the tracks.
2: Mister Joe, uh, Mister Joe, thanks. Um, I agree. I agree with David on a lot of the points. It's uh, to me this is this should have been. I think you know rather than this being passed off as a bramy solo album, there's it it's no way it's a solo no. album. It's not a solo no. album. It's, yeah, it's not... Yeah. So, I, like David said, I couldn't even begin to compare it to a fully formed, fully thought out Roger Taylor solo record. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah, it's, it's not even the same animal. Like you said, David. You know, I'm not going to go over the same things. You know, it was this it's guys having fun, man. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really hard to take, you know, to really one put the the boot into it because it, it wasn't meant to be anything other than probably for those guys to take home and listen to themselves just to go, "Fuck, oh, cool. I'm playing with Eddie Van Halen and." So-and-so, I'm playing with Brian May and Eddie Van Halen and, you know, for the other guys in the band. Um, I, ha- I used to have well, I used to have it in vinyl. I still do have it in vinyl, actually. And it's. Um, I- I'm led to believe it's actually pretty rare to have it. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's
0: very rare these days, the LP. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. Gary,
2: again, my brother, was a complete and utter Queen geek back in the, the late 80s. So he bought a lot of this stuff uh, at the time. And I enjoyed it as a kid, you know, because you know um that was when i started to kind of pick up the guitar you know i got my first guitar i think in 19 it was either 1988 or 1987 to be fair i didn't actually play it properly until probably about 90 91 when I actually learned how to play it properly but anyway but you know i enjoyed it because I, I was a kid and i was you know turned on by the guitar um so i enjoyed it then but as an adult i mean I haven't listened to it for a very long time, so when I put it on, I was like, "I still think there's there's really, really cracking bits of guitar playing on it that uh, I'd really, really enjoy." Do you know what I mean? Um, so, I, I mean, it's, it's harmless. And anybody that takes a real swinger, it's a an idiot. because, like, like you say, it's, it's not. It wasn't meant to be for public consumption. It just so happens that it, it got released that way. So, if you take it for what it is, it's it, it's uh, it, can, it can be enjoyable if the mood's right. I would say.
0: That's, that's pretty much what I've got to say about it. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe you Paul. When I, when I got this uh, LP, I, I absolutely loved it because it, like, like you, you alluded to there, Joe, um, the, it was all about the guitar for me. Yeah. And that This was, that, this was one of those, I suppose in the same way that the Beano album was essential to the young Brian May and the, the young Eddie Van Halen. Yeah. This was this was essential to me. This was you know the the, the first the, the the first thing I, that I had that that was just the guitar. Uh, this this is all about the the electric guitar and, yeah. and it's very indulgent and all that and yeah absolutely and if you're not if you're not into screaming and guitar solos, then... Aye, know, it's not for you. Aye, I yeah, was going to say it's that. Yeah. Really, it's really <laughs> yeah, not yeah, for yeah. you. You need to be a guitar player, I think, to appreciate yeah, this. I I, and I I love this shit, and, and especially, the you know, the last track, Blues Baker. I I mean, that that's the shit I do all the time. I, when I play guitar, I put a backing track on in YouTube and just fucking rip over the top of it. You know, that, <laughs> nothing like Brian and fucking Eddie, of course, but, you know, I try my best, but um, so that yeah that that's that this was essential to me and and uh, you know as you do you kind of reverse engineer things so mm-hmm. I got this and they're talking about blues Baker and I'm like right I need to get a hold of this Beano album so I got that and obviously Eric Clapton's playing is fucking incredible on it and you know and you can see why you know he's kind of credited with you know the the almost the invention of Guitar playing, you know, and, and rock and metal and all that, you know. Um, so, yeah, it's a kind of essential album. And again, I, 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 the points you made, David, I, I, I totally see that as well, you know, the harsher things you're saying. Um, I, I was kind of thinking about it yesterday and I was thinking, I was wondering if maybe this was almost like a bit of therapy for, for Brian. Aye, after Hot Space? Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, he, ha- he hardly played anything in Hot Space in, in terms of the guitar, you know. Um, so just you know, getting getting a couple of guys down and just letting rip, and just you know, reminding himself, you know, mm-hmm. I you know, I love I love playing guitar, and you know, I'm, I'm not getting to do it's, it much these days, you know.
1: So no, it's a, that's 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 an excellent point. It's it's yeah. one I hadn't even really thought of. I just I've, I've pretty much been uh, processing this album just. It's an album from 1983 and no really looking at either side of it. So that's yeah. a that's a really good point. And I, and I think when you actually listen to the, when you hear the music on it, it I, that makes a lot of sense, what you're saying, because there's not a lot of space in this album. You know, it's guitar, no. guitar, it's guitar. Just, Here's more yeah, guitar, yeah. Guitar, 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 guitar. Solo, 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 yeah. solo, 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 lead break, lead. You know, um, it's that kind of thing. So there's yeah. not, so I think there's maybe been something in them. You know, yeah. and Joe's just saying, you know, just obviously he's misplaying. playing, yeah, know, playing playing guitar
0: that much because that it there is just non-stop playing on it. You know, yeah. so. I, I I mean it's uh, you know they they give Fred man Fred Mandel a couple of solos, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. but you know, um, yeah, it's just it's just all guitar, uh, and I, again another thing I, I noticed is is like great guitar players have got their own sound, haven't they? You can, oh I can tell who's playing. You can tell it. who's playing, you know, and, and that's that's what makes great guitar players great. Do you know what's really, you know what's really instantly
1: recognizable? Yeah, yeah, totally. I could tell between the, the two there was only one break where I actually wondered who it was, and it wasn't till the second solo came in I went, Oh well that's definitely die, die. Die. But, you because know, you oh, because Brian May doesn't play like that, or Eddie Van Halen doesn't play like that, or you know, uh, vice versa, whatever. Yeah. But there's one solo in Bluesbreaker where it, it sounds like a Tony Iommi solo, even down to Tone. It's it's you know, see you and pick If you, you listen it again, I am not su- suggesting you go way back and go, go back through it all again, but um there is a solo just tone wise and in the way he plays. No, Tony's tone's very abrasive and it's always kind of, you know, cuts mm-hmm. right through. There's yeah. one solo I was like, My my God, it's and it's Brian that's playing it. You know, and I know, obviously, they're, they're close friends and all that, so there's, there's maybe a bit of influence yeah. going on in there. And of course, Tony's more of a blues player than Brian is. Brian's a bit more, you know, he plays blues, but he'll mix up and he'll he'll change style and he'll he'll he'll, mm-hmm. he'll, he'll do more interesting things. with lead what, let's put it that way. Oh, aye. um But I think it's almost like he's reverted back to the the blues. Is, is a, bit of, a bit of the Tony coming out there? Yeah. Um, it's, it's, I, it's so strange. But you're right,
0: you're right about the You know, been able to notice the difference.
1: Uh, yeah. between- and, and, and you know you yeah.
0: mentioned Iomi, Brian, the two of them jam, jam all yeah, the yeah. time. Apparently, yeah. you know, the, 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 a few years back they were talking about releasing all the, the rest, all the, the rest that they uh, worked right. on together. Um, if
2: I had happened yeah. in like 1977, that'd be like the fucking most anticipated thing ever, man. <laughs> <Absolutely>. <laughs> yeah. But not, but, but not, and they the uh, situation. Maybe, maybe less so now. <laughs> no. At higher powers, that would have been insane, man. You know, like 77, like Sabbath was still rocking, you know, at that point, the like, sabotage kind of era, you know, Queen were fucking news of the world, do you know what I mean? So that would have
0: been amazing, but I no, no. <laughs> yeah, no. And as and, and you two guys say, it, it is slightly unfair to treat this the same way you would treat fun and space, for instance, you know, aye, and any other solo stuff, because it's... It's the same thing. It's completely unfinished. I mean, the first try, I guess, you know, is is the closest thing to a, a you know a, a proper properly produced song or whatever. You know, it was. I suppose it's been symbol, pre pre
1: arranged, isn't I, it? You know, it's, I, it's I, you know, I, it's, it's, so it's, it's not definitely have part to work on. Necessarily, yeah, yeah, so. yeah.
0: Um, yeah, uh, it's yeah, it's it's an interesting wee thing, and it's it's almost kind of unique. I I, I can't really think any. Anybody else that's released anything like this, you know, I mean, in, in this day and age, you've got all these box sets and all that. That this would be the kind of stuff that would be bolted on in the end of a box set somewhere, you know, yeah. it would be kind of buried oh, yeah. um, rather than put out as a you know a mini LP, you know. Uh, mm. I, so, I think
1: the the one thing about this 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 album, um, and I'm, I'm sorry, Paul, I'm sure you're going to want to kind of deal with it. No, you're going to go for it, man. But we've um, only got three tracks they talk about. It, so. <laughs> That's true, <man>. uh, <laughs> He uh, pad that like, suit, man. <laughs> is it Twenty-eight minutes worth of music or something. That's right. So I- uh <laughs> the end. <laughs> uh I you know, it's, I, I suppose, you know, again if you're being harsh and using harsh terms, you could say, is this a lost opportunity? But it's not a lost opportunity because the guys probably only had a couple of days. You know, you get Eddie yeah. Van Halen still in the midst of Van Halen at that point, you know, and they were, they were on the absolute ascendancy. So his yeah. time would have been really limited. No. But it's a bit of a shame that they, they maybe didn't have maybe a month in the studio together, you know, right. to see really proper fleshed out songs that, you know, because Eddie's a, gr- a great songwriter and you've got Brian, it's a great songwriter. And that actually been a proper collaboration, you know, and came out as a proper, you know, um, you know, whether it would go under the guise of a primary solo album or a you know a, a band name or, or whatever or just brian me and eddie van halen whatever but you know that, i'd have been really curious to see see what they'd come up with you know um had they actually had the time to to properly sit down and write songs and, and and play them you know um so it's not to say that that what they've done here is 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 poor in any way but like like we say it is a jam and just to yeah. hear songs that were properly arranged and structured and, and put together, even if it was just five or six songs, would have been really cool. But
0: yeah. 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 So, I mean, this this is 28 minutes long. Rain in Blood's 28 minutes long. And I think we'll all agree that this is the better album. <laughs> <laughs> like, slow your roll
2: funny listen man I know it's definitely better than raining blood actually no I think uh, as <laughs> no, it's it's, 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 we get back what to
1: what do you about it's, it it's, it's like, well, it's like, well, it's like comparing right. apples and oranges because they're two totally different sounding albums. But it's like comparing apples and oranges for the reason that Raining Blood's an actual studio worked out album. This isn't again, we come back to this. This this is a, a, a jam that's been put out, and, you know. It's
2: aye. and this and this uh, staff like an orange, and, and fucking Raining Blood's like a grenade, you know. What I mean? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a
1: <laughs> bit more of an analogy, eh?
2: <laughs> uh, yeah. So, no. Like burn apples and grenades. <laughs> I, you've got some guy, <laughs> li- some guy living his, his childhood, kind of dream down his blues thing, and you've got this totally innovative, aggressive form of music that's taken to the absolute extreme at the time. You know what I mean? Ah, Pushing yeah. boundaries and shit. Aye, aye, <laughs> aye. Look <laughs> if you compare the time, the running time, man. <laughs> aye, that's <it. laughs> But um, it's uh, but okay. I
1: mean, the the playing on this is is. Uh, actually what I like about the playing on it, it's more so with Eddie, I have to say, than the Brian. The Brian plays some cool, cool stuff. I'm not I'm not saying he doesn't, he really does. But the the one thing that sticks out to me on this album is is I love the way Eddie bends the notes out of shape. He bends them kinda of mm-hmm. like, you know, to to the, to the go out of tune almost. That kind of yeah. really, really vibe that they're gonna weigh, they're gonna kind of kind of out with the out of tune and you know, he's using the whammy quite a lot. It's just getting that attitude that, you know, it's like, and, and obviously it's jammy and stuff, you know, and if, if that was recorded and they'd probably sat down, maybe we would decide not to do that. I don't know. So yeah, I think there's a lot of things caught in the moment that, you know, he's just, he's just went off in one and then just really been feeling the room kind of thing. So, yeah. Um, yeah. And, uh, uh, and I think, I think Eddie's flashy. I don't know what you think, uh, guys, but I think Eddie's flashy, but not overly flashy on this. I, I, I think he could yeah. have went. He could have went really silly with, silly in the best possible sense with it. You know, but he kind of he's kind of
2: restrained in a lot of it. Yeah, I think I, I think the whole point is it's a blues jam, so he's kind of staying within yeah. the parameters of all blues, albeit trying weird stuff and you know yeah. bends and weird things that blues the players normally wouldn't do. But as well, it's like I get the vibe that it's um, apart from just being you know thinking that's the mindset we're, we're going to do a blues thing. It's like probably didn't want to come across a bit of a showy bastard as well, do you know what I mean? Possibly, aye, aye.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, that's a good point, Joe. You know, if it was me, you know rein it in a bit. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I might be trying to just die be pay pay homage to the blues, uh, more than more than can I him, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's do you know
2: what I mean?
1: But it's it's uh, so so at times, you know, for my own selfish and you know, I, I would have wanted him just gonna just fly off with of one of these dark Eddie Van Halen solos. But it's your you're right, you're rightly pointed it, Joe. It's it's going it maybe it would be a bit out of place. Um, he's it, a um, he, he, he's a
0: little bit more. I mean, in, on the Starfleet track, it's a wee bit more metal yeah, and yeah. sound. The, so, he's the solo, solo. And that Eddie solo, and it's it is absolutely excellent. In the aye, aye, it's yeah, incredible. Yeah, aye, 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 aye. Aye, aye. amazing. Um, well, we might as well get into it. Yeah. So, track one, Starfleet. Um, Joe, give us a...
2: Well, I didn't. I, I'll be honest here, man. I didn't know that it was a. I thought Brian wrote this song. I didn't know it was a reimagining of a. a ready, oh, uh, I, I should have said
0: yes. This was written by Paul Bliss. There you go. Um, who who wrote the music for the? I think there was a there was music for the original Japanese version, but he was an English guy that that. that you know, did the whole soundtrack again for the English version of Starfleet?
2: Right. Um, okay. Cool. So,
0: sure. Yeah. And and this the, the song comes on at the end of the the episodes. Uh, it's like instrumental uh, stuff at the start of the each right. episode. Yeah. So.
2: So is the is the sorry because of Bagnance here, but um, is the. Original version get the bit of the start or does it the either... down now 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 all that bit is it, or does it just come in with the... it just I think it just
0: comes in well I think and it just comes in, in.
2: Yeah. yeah so Brian yeah. may basically wrote so
0: so Brian yeah. may wrote the intro so the, well the the bit at the start with the tapping it's amazing the, well, right. the tapping yeah that's that obviously and that's no there and then
2: yeah that's not that yeah that's not that well, in that case, I will, I'll judge that part because I fucking love that bit. I think that's great. Yeah, I amazing. I think I think it's, it's, it sounds to me like Eddie's doing the tapping bit and, Brian, Eddie, and Brian's doing the lead part. Cause it sounds aye. like Brian May yeah. playing yeah. the lead part. It's yeah. just it's just Brian May, you know, the way the notes choices and that. I love that man. Beautiful, beautiful melody, man. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. And I Eddie's doing really cool. It sounds like he's like um, he's hit. He's like harmonically hitting. Hitting yeah. the strings, he's not actually. Yeah. So, wasn't uh, it? it's, it's like uh, a like uh,
1: that. Like, uh, chat, yeah, like, it's like uh, a
2: just like a, a jangly sound. So I think he's uh, like he says, he's kind of. It's hard it's to explain like, in a podcast. It's
0: almost, it's almost like that shit. All the acoustic players were doing. I uh, like years you, like, back. You fl- like you, like you, like yeah, you know, yeah, aye, aye, yeah, all that. I turned
2: the, the acoustic guitar into a, a, a Aye, I could have instrument kind thing ah, yeah, yeah. yeah. well yeah. If, anybody, if anybody was going to be doing that it would be Eddie Van Halen because he was a total guitar innovator man you know what I mean but, excuse me <coughs> sorry folks um, strange to be
1: saying was on it man you know not
2: all,
0: man. Nah, it's not. probably
2: been a couple of months now I think, I think I know. but yes all, all the greats are on their way out, man. It's fucking... Yeah, crazy. I know. left with straight guys with fucking face tattoos, mumbling into mics. That'll be the next... Anyway. <laughs> um, so anyway, like, I'm asking me showing my age here, man. All these young bastards with their fucking, <laughs> fucking face tattoos, are shite. <laughs> um, but I, sorry, I digress. I... Um, <clears throat> I like this. I like this tune, man. and Obviously, I wish I, I wish I'd heard the, the original, so I could have had a comparison here. I Feel like a bit of a dick for not for not knowing that. But uh, uh, there's a couple of bits I, I really like. Like um, see the, harm, the when he's doing the, harmony, the dis- harmonic, the harmonic descent. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. What, that's brilliant, man. It's just it's getting. I feel That's kind of harmonic
0: as well, right? Yeah, yeah. Just very lightly touching the strings on the way down. The end and then kind of think, ah, it's
2: amazing, man. The guitar, the, the guitar, if you just strip the vocals out of this, right? Yeah. And just, <laughs> and just listen to it for a guitar playing, it's, it's amazing, man. Yeah. It's amazing guitar playing for starting, for both guy from both um, players, for Brian, me and him. Yeah. They're, they're both amazing, man. Do you know what I mean? Totally different styles, but it, it's weird because like, they, are, they come from well, I mean, they come from completely different worlds. They don't because obviously Eddie was influenced by people like Brian May. So, but you know what I mean. And they the developed stages and their career. They're, they're totally different players, but they, but their, their styles meld really, really well. They, they're, they're, you know, if you have stuck like Eddie Van Halen with uh, maybe like Dave Gilmore, or it would have sounded weird. you know what I mean? Uh, you know, something like that. But I, I think it's just a really good partnership uh, to in the two playing styles, and it sounds really natural. You can tell they're having fun with it, I think. You know, I, that's, that's what I get. I, I find this album quite, just, it's quite fun. It's good to hear yeah, two guys yeah. that are think
0: having good fun, you know what I mean? I, I, always, I always get the image of the two of them smiling at each other, you know, kind of facing each other, playing yeah. away, you know. The the, they probably weren't playing at the same time, but, you know, I, no, I, that's, no, that's no, the image you get. I think
2: the Blues Breaker definitely has. Oh, <laughs> aye, they are then, I but...
1: Does Brian no say that? Oh, you mean in this particular song? Ah, that's he mentions right, yeah. it on the sleeve notes, doesn't he? He mentions you know you could you could actually hear us smiling across ah, the room each other, ah, you know yeah, what I mean? Sweet. It's, it's yeah. you
2: know, and um, so uh, it's uh, it's just uh, I
0: love it. I loved it when I was a kid and, and as an adult I still really enjoy it. It's a very uh, kid friendly uh, oh, so it's a bit like flash in, in that sense, you know. Um and I, I and I remember this song but from when I was a kid. Um but uh, it was kind of on the saturday morning shows uh quite a lot they they played that quite a lot it's quite obviously quite a kid friendly video and all that with the you know the the puppets and all that and, <laughs> um and and Brian's disembodied head singing away
2: that's um, evil man
0: yeah i, I i'm pr- i'm sure i'd I, I remember this song like you know <laughs> as i you know kind of singing it you know when i was what would i be mean, 11, 11 or something Nine
2: eleven, yeah. Ten that cool. would have been. Yeah. I actually don't remember
0: I don't know I don't remember it outside of the record, you know. No, yeah. It's not I, I just of think th- show anything. No. I it could be one of those things you, you think you remember but you're talking shite. I, I, but I think I, I yeah. Yeah. I, I mean it right. never really it didn't really chart, I think it was like sixty five it got to, but I'm sure aye, it was kinda aye. it was quite heavily played and it's a, know, ni- it's a it's a it's niche it's a niche nice. thing you know what I mean
2: it's it's very niche like you said it's like only people that are buying this are guitar are guitar guys you know what I mean they're, 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 mm-hmm. you know guys who worship guitar players are buying this record you know the average person that's into Van maybe maybe more so Van Halen because Van Halen are totally about guitar that's what you know what Van Halen fans I think primarily listen to Van Halen because of Eddie Van Halen you know what I mean. Um, yeah. whereas where Queen it isn't just about Brian May do you know what I mean it's, it's, um, it's a bit more about the songs and stuff like that the this thing kid. is
0: I have never heard anyone cite this as being an influence or when I was a kid I was you know album. Nah, right, yeah, yeah.
2: it's weird you should say that because um, maybe maybe nobody famous has said that but I went on and looked at some of the comments in the YouTube video and that, that's what a lot of folk were saying it was a big influence right. on them yeah, yeah you know it might, might very well be you know in, in an inverted way it was a uh, it influenced me to pick up a guitar as well, you know. Or one of the reasons, it, so. But I yeah. but if, if you've asked me prior to doing this, what my influence was, about, I wouldn't say starfleet. But when I actually think about it, I, would, I think about it. I would think, well, you know, it, it definitely is, because I was mad, yeah. mad into it when I was a kid. Do you know what I mean? When uh, was, yeah.
0: It was, it was this, and it was probably the the guitar duel in Crossroads. Oh, that, well, that, yeah. number one, That that that's, is the reason I wanted to play guitar. Yeah, my top, you know, that's one of the top things I, I want to fucking play guitar, you know? That, one of the, aye. Uh, yeah. One
2: of the best pieces. And my, that, that classical piece at the end, that Steve, Steve, I wrote that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh. It's, it's one of the, one of my, I don't know about you guys, but it's one of my favorite pieces of and guitar. It, do 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 <makes noise> yeah. Amazing, man. It's beautiful, it's aye, yeah. amazing. And he plays both he plays the, both versions in the film. Obviously, yeah. it's meant to be Ralph Muggiel, but I, I, i sorry, I digress. here. carry on, Paul. <laughs> no,
0: you're fine, man. because uh, I, I think that, I think that's the legacy of this album is is you know, um, if you're, if you're into rock guitar, then. You should you should know what this is, but Aye. maybe not enough people know what this is. I don't know, and, and it, it's possibly just because it went out of print, and you know, it's just, just kind of disappeared out of you know a sight kind of thing, and people don't know about
2: it. Who knows? You know. But. I think it's a, i think it's a, it's a. It's a very much a snapshot in time as well. Like if you you gave it to a kid now, they'd just laugh at it. You know what I mean? Like you know, because oh, this guitar playing's moved on so much. Further te- yeah, in technical more. terms, yeah. so I think it's one of those re- like 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 most records, you know. I mean, if you listen to like guys that have influenced like Eddie Van Halen, you know Slash, for example, you know that 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 kind of era, guitar players were looking up to. But Slash came out now, nobody would even look at him. Do you know what I mean? Or, you know I mean? Mm. Maybe if even Eddie Van Halen came out, nobody, yeah. nobody would even look at him. Do you know what I mean? Because all these guys are doing what I think is soulless shit, but people seem to think it's impressive because they're doing all this crazy stuff. Yeah.
0: Makes yeah. any sense? Um, yeah, the, the, uh, I, I, it's maybe a, a debate for another day about you know the the blues, you know, losing its influence on young players and all that up and coming. You know, the, uh, definitely. I agree. Definitely, uh, more classical
2: music. I think. Yes,
0: yeah. more more that new classical, classical
1: modes and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So I think jazz and jazzy stuff a, and all
1: that. That's the thing. Obviously, you know. When I, you know, when I got to this point in metal rock, you know, whatever genre you're into with the Blues, it, you know, Blues took us to this point, you know. So, Aye, absolutely. absolutely yeah. Oh, by, I'm, so, by
2: the way, I totally agree. I'm, I'm 100%. Oh, no, no, that's what I'm saying. I think I think we, we know that. But I think that's, that
1: will be lost maybe in, the, yeah. in the, Aye, and it's, the last... I suppose at the end of
0: the
1: day, it's whether you care or not, you know. You know, Aye. you might get a 17-year-old saying, I know, I know what the Blues got to an but I don't care.
2: I well aye. You know, well, so I, that's I, a difference. You know, I, I, I know. totally agree. And just when you are saying that, it, it brings up something that uh, Marty Friedman said. You know, obviously Marty Friedman that played in Megadeth. Uh, for anybody that isn't sure about who uh, Marty Friedman is, Marty Friedman's a, a, like, an incredible guitar player. The guy's ridiculous. Yeah, but I remember he got, he got shit um, a couple of years back because uh, I can't remember who it was or the circumstances. But basically, um, he said in the press that. Hendrix meant nothing to me, and it was starting to, all these people. Were all these old older guys were giving them shit. Like, how dare you say it was like? Well, it wasn't my generation. Yeah, it's yeah. like I was the next generation. By the time yeah. I got into guitars, he'd have, been not,
1: he'd have been Eddie Van Halen and things. Yeah. Like I, that exactly. like so.
2: So I mean, you can't. You can't really. I mean, and that's another thing he said. He says, look, I appreciate. How important uh, uh, his influence, and, his, his, yeah. his, but, I, but yeah. I, it didn't influence me. So yeah. you know, it's, it's,
0: again, it's generational. It's, it? a, it's a bit like that Absolutely. argument. Oh, you know, I, I, you know, the Beatles or the Rolling Stones or whatever. Don't mean they don't really mean anything to me. And you and you kind of say, well, that that's fine, but kind of the stuff you're listening to, you know, probably the people uh, can influence uh, by. You, you the can't, uh, you can't the deny that influence. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. So another about way what you're playing. and as kind of influenced by I, you know, I, I, I totally agree. And, you know, I think um, if you're
2: if you're if you're, into, if you're if you're not just a casual music fan, and you're somebody who respects musicianship and stuff like that. I totally agree with you, Paul. It's like, I, yeah, I mean, I, I I'm not directly influenced by the Beatles and anything that I do, but indirectly I am because obviously yeah. they wouldn't have the bands that I like if it wasn't for the Beatles. So, that's, but, it, yeah. that's it so, but but a lot of people are ignorant to that. You know what I mean? So it's like, well, yeah. I don't. Yeah.
0: I mean, yeah. that's what it is. So yeah. let, let's get back to the track. So uh, we've kind of we've kind of discussed the the guitar playing. Uh, what about the vocals? Oh, they're fucking terrible, man.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think on this one, the uh, they're okay. They're passable.
0: Kind of no, passable is, it, is it the word that I it was going to use. No, yeah, it's okay, but you Imagine Freddie singing this, or oh, it would be brilliant! Somebody like <laughs> Dio or something, somebody with power that'd be really you know, good to, really to, really to match good. those amazing guitars and all that. And, and yeah. the, the, do, do the keyboards are great as well. Do you know yeah, that? The key, uh, well, I've, I've got that I, written down there as well. I, the keyboards
1: are they're they, 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 they sound, they're very of their time, obviously, but they just they just sound fantastic and really catchy, just have such a catchy lines and. You know, yeah, they are. They are excellent. And then the Roger backing vocals, I think. I think you can. It's it's not till you remember and you listen to the chorus, you hear Roger. Yeah, yeah. You go, oh, there, there he's Aye. there.
0: You know, you can Aye. actually hear
1: him. Um, but yeah, no, look, we've said that a million times. It's no secret if you've been keeping up with the podcast that you know none of us are a big fan of Brian as a as a rock singer. You know, he did. You know, that's not his strength. His strength is the you know the the, the more laid back stuff. But. Um, but in this one, it, it's probably possible, and I think given that it kind of is just a theme tune, and I know it wasn't the theme tune for the for the show, but it's got that vibe. It's almost like if you heard this on the end of our with Brian May's version, you'd be like, "All oh, right, that that makes sense." It's just a guy that that can keep a melody, <laughs> you know, as opposed <laughs> to a great singer, aye, you know, a good singer. Um, but oh, what one thing I wanted to point out, um, and to see if he's noticed, did you notice the bit? Um, uh, in Starfleet, that's played on the Magic Tour. No, 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 no! You'll know no. as soon as I say it. You'll you'll remember it. Then the end of one vision. It goes. <laughs> oh, fuck oh, That's so... the end of one vision. That Wembley and ah. Budapest and all that.
2: Ah, so, that's it's, that's in,
1: cool. it's in Starfleet, the song. So uh, actually, that's cool. I that's really no, cool, d- man. I was the time I listened to, listen to uh, this week. That uh, it hit me. I was like, "Oh, for fuck's sake, that's the bat that they play at the One Vision." Uh, you know, so brilliant. So, uh, yeah, that's cool. I that was a
2: actually, I, I, actually, You mentioned that uh, there's a there's a weird correlation with something else in the next song that I'll when we get to that. I'll uh, it's cool. just something similar to that. Oh no wait. Right.
1: Drop that bomb. But no, I think I think even obviously like the when it gets to the end of the, the song as a whole and then it sort of keeps going on and into the, the big jammy bit at the end um I think that's really cool I really like it again because the sense are still present and yeah, you know yeah. and, and it's just just sounds really really full, you know, it's it's uh No, it's 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 it's, 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 it's it's probably my favourite bit of music on it. I, I you know you're saying Bluesbreaker, Paul, for yourself, but I think, you know, the, the Starfleet for me is the, the, the full thing. I agree. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: That's the best yeah,
0: thing. My favourite yeah. thing on it. And, uh, yeah, I, I, like you said earlier, uh, David, I, I, I think uh, I, I would have liked to have heard more songs as well, you know, um, as much as I love Blues, blues and all that. But, yeah. you know... Um, I uh, you have to have to have spent a few weeks together. You know who who knows what do. Maybe, maybe I got five or six songs and you know, aye, songs, few, actual songs, uh yeah, and, and maybe a few covers or whatever. But you know, um, it would have been interesting. But again, you know, get <laughs> get a proper singer, you know, yeah, get, get a rock singer and you know, aye. But we've said this before. It's, it's all groundwork and over. You know, um, so. Have we done with Starfleet, then? Anything else? No, I hey. done with that. No, I think we're
2: we'll
0: done with it, aye. No, yeah. no, I agree with everything we're saying there, aye? So the next track is uh, Let Me Out, which, according to ultimatequeen.co.uk, which was the only source I could find that mentions this, um, this track was initially intended for Queen's 1977 News of the World album. Ooh. I can so, hear that. So, if that's true, this was in competition with sleeping on the sidewalk. Nah, sleeping sidewalk's better, man. Yeah, absolutely. Um, oh, I could just hear Pete's voice. I, no, this is, this is <laughs> funny you should mention Pete because that was the next thing I was going to say. Lazy um, Blues. Lazy Blues, yeah.
2: Lazy Blues.
0: Um, on the on the lap Pods landfill episode, if uh, you haven't listened to it, listen to it back. Uh, a young man by the name of Pete from Ireland, um, he uh, he sent us a message saying that he thought sleeping on the sidewalk was lazy blues. Um, I said it kind of wasn't, but I kind of knew what he meant, blah, blah, blah. Um, if this track had been on News of the World, I might have agreed with him. Aye. Yeah. Uh, this is it's just <laughs> it, it, sleeping in the sidewalk is it, it's a wee story. It's kind of witty and you know it's quirky and stuff. Quirky, like aye. Uh, uh, yeah. a, a better song, man. And he, and he,
1: uh,
0: yeah. He sings it better, and the guitar, the guitar playing isn't the better. But well, is it? Hmm. I like the guitar playing and sleeping in the sidewalk, man. It's really good. It is good. It is good. Well, I
2: yeah. think this would have—I
1: think this would have dragged news in the world down a bit because sleeping the you watch about yeah, do do, 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 yeah, do yeah. Kind of vibe to stop, it, You know, stop, where stop. It's just, this is just this is just that draggy blues. Oh, which, I think it would have just pulled the vibe down a wee bit. I think because right. as you know, it's, obviously, as Paul said, if you're you're new to the podcast or you've only heard a few and you're checking out this one, if you if you Love news of the world the way we do, you know. It's it's you know for, you know listening to the podcast, you'll know, understand how much we love that album. And I think um, you know this would just—I uh, think we're all pretty much in agreement. This would have kind of just dragged it down a wee a wee, a wee notch, you know. So
0: definitely, yeah. um, almost to the point where his voice is—it's kind of ah, you know, uh, it's it's kind of It's ah, like ah. you're cringing. It's ah. like ah. It's American, that's American accent. Ah, the fake American, yeah. No,
2: this baby, no, that piss. Aye. Like, Aye. fuck Aye. up, Aye. Uh. <laughs> fuck <laughs> up <laughs> Brian. <laughs> Brian, Brian, mate, fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy, mate.
0: And he's probably, you know, they're the probably what. Right, so what will we do next? And he'll, he'll, he'll probably say, oh, well, I've got this old song. Okay, how do we play it? And he's probably just said, it's, it's an E and it's a slow blues and i have just started, you know? Because yeah. that's that's all you need, you know, mm-hmm. uh, to play a, a slow
1: blues. I, I think thing. it's, I mean, melodically, it's, it's all right, you know, it's fine. It's, do you know what I was like, liking this song to? It's like, I, oh, geez, God, years ago, 2006 or something, I was in Toronto, and um, it was a blues bar that I was in. And, you know, there it was, it, it was live bands playing all through the night. And it was, you know, in, in Toronto, you could drink to early hours in the morning. It's not like Scotland, you're kicked out at, you know, uh, 10 to 12 or 12 o'clock or whatever. So it was, you know, at the night and you're, you're seeing a lot of really, really good players and and good bands doing their thing and, and you're enjoying it. You're having a beer and you're like, this is, this is fantastic, I can do this every night. Um, and I kind of think about this that that situation. Someone was playing this song, and sounded like Brian May, and 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 that you know was playing in that bar. I'd probably be like, ah, do you know what these boys are good? These, they, that's cool. That's really cool. You know, it's mm-hmm. oh, God. These guys can play. Um, but I wouldn't be looking for the CD or anything. You know, I wouldn't be. Yeah. saying, You know, what I mean, it's one of the ones. It's like it's not. So I think it's a bit context a wee bit. This this for me. Yeah um if it was played like i say played in a bar and you're sucking back a pint and you're watching them you're probably like ah good on you boys this is a, this is cool. back, back, background music essentially totally man it's got that it's like that kind of roadhouse blues type you know it's got that country feel to it almost as well you know it's that it's very white blues you know what i mean it's like you know when you listen to it you know and that's that's fine that's that's cool it's got its place and all that but uh, maybe maybe you'd hear it in the Roadhouse movie, you know, Jeff Healy. You know, Jeff Healy? Was, Jeff, Jeff Healy. Did, a, did a did a version of this. <laughs> aye, Jeff Healy's <laughs> a good guitar player, man. Jeff Healy a man, aye, absolutely. Another guy I saw in Toronto at the same time, actually, in his club. Oh really? He was, he was yeah. playing live. Aye, he was he was standing next to me at the bar, <laughs> Jeff Healy. That's um, nuts. And he came off stage and he was he was just um, he had his drink and uh, it was one of the ones I was about six feet away from him and I wanted to go and say something to him, but I was like
2: Nah, just. you what, what, nah, um, you
1: know, I mean, it was just like just like so, give him peace kind of thing. Uh, just let him. He's, he's not a good set. Just let him crack on. But another, again, another, another great guitar player we lost many years ago as well. So, yeah, um, Jeffyuli. But actually, in my notes, I've actually been when I mean, I've talked about Brian Solo sounding Tony Iommi. It's actually in this song. I've I've written it down in the wrong place. It's in this song. Let me out. It's just just if you are yeah, listening to it again, it's just a solo. I would I would if you. If I didn't know, I would have assumed, you know, if it, these were just tapes that were leaked, I like, oh, think Tony Iommi came in and did a solo there. I'd almost be mm. one of the ones, you know. But anyway, um, aye. So that's my Can kind I of take on it? Sorry, I just kind of jumped in, Paul. And kind of did you off. did you hear the
0: the string break? Aye, uh, no. yeah, Eddie broke a string. Uh, no, was I didn't. That, they? Actually it's not. like it's like five minute forty one or something like that. Um, right. do, he's doing like a tremolo kind of thing. And then it goes oh. doo, doo, doo. and <laughs> you can just hear it go, kind of go discordant discord them doo, doo, doo.
2: <laughs> and oh, then it, okay. it just I mean, up it again.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know which. I think it's, it must have been the G string he broke or something because he's still playing the right. E. The uh, so of oh, string okay. to break, man. Aye, no, no, you're aye, G string. <laughs> <be> <laughs> 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 yeah, exactly. I can't
1: wait Yeah. Everybody's be, turning off now. They're making jokes about I fucking G-string, my uh, Jesus fucking
0: Christ. Fucking... <laughs> guitar players. Fucking that's blanks. your partner, right? Aye. Deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. The, the playing's off the chain on this, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Eddie's going for it big like time. Um, yeah. And... and uh, I think, uh, as I was saying earlier, you, you know, great guitar players have got their, their own sound, you know, um, and even even the 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 way they play blues is is different as well. Um, Eddie Van Halen is is very much like Freddie King and Eric Clapton and that type of Chicago blues kind of stuff. I can hear a wee bit more kind of traditional, kind of more rhythmic kind of stuff with Brian. Um, and I think, uh, and again, I'll, I'll mention this man's name again, Rory Gallagher. Aye, totally. Um, I, I, I hear more Rory than than anything else in Brian's playing. Um, mm-hmm. Rory was very rhythmic. You know, I, I mean, an amazing league player as well, obviously. But yeah. um, I think Brian, yeah, Brian's more from that. And uh, he's... Uh, I hate to say the word flash, but you know there's a a bit more yeah, uh, the Rock screaming, influence, screaming kind of stuff, you know. Um, whereas Brian's sitting back and he can he can play lead runs and all that, you know, but he's sitting back, he's just laying it down, kind of thing. Uh, yeah, uh, and 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 obviously, and Blues Maker, you can see that. Um, I think as the a, as a song, it's not a song, it, as it goes on, I think Brian comes into it more, he's almost coming out of his shell and he's you know a bit more bold and all that as the thing goes on, but um, yeah. Uh, interesting styles, different styles and all that, but they actually go together really well. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not like, you can't, uh, you can tell that's Eddie and that's Brian, but, they, they go to they, they go together well. Yeah, uh, they're not uh, yeah, they're
1: not in competition or it's
0: aye. more like a, they uh, yeah, yeah. they don't sit on their own, you know. Aye, yeah. Uh they complement each other. Uh, yeah, aye, well. that's a perfect very way, aye. yeah. Um, I agree with that, definitely. Yeah, so yeah, uh, you know, I think that uh, yeah, if you're listening, Pete, this is this is your lazy blues, I think. Uh mm-hmm. but Having said that, the plane's great on it, you know. Um, so um, it's, it's still worthwhile for that. But the, some, you know, the vocal performance is really... Greatin'. Great. Great, nah, it's just mm. not... It's the, I think he could he could he could have sung it better. It's almost as if he's it's just like a game thing, and he, maybe he's thinking, "Oh, I'll go back and go over that again or something." Well, I mean, I mean uh, I was oh, well, about... I suppose it wasn't intended for anything. I suppose so. He wouldn't yeah. have he wouldn't have been thinking yeah. that. Aye, he, but, he but again, it
1: just... you know, you could counter that with he finished this off. You know, get Roger and he do back vocals on this the. With the chorus and, yeah. and he took this back to London and did, you know, he finished it off. So he could have put a new vocal down. Yeah. Maybe he did. Maybe this was, was maybe. his best vocal. You know, uh, I think. I think when you hear uh, it, it's quite. It's quite obvious. It's out with his range, as well. Because oh, he's yeah. really screeching to screeching to get the higher notes. So it's, it's it's out his range. And as as we've said a million times over, and people are fed up hearing this. You know, you listen to him in the seventies. He's playing. He's he's singing to his strength. Um, you know, and he's and he's trying to take his voice where his voice doesn't want to go, you know, and uh yeah. that's why it sounds so painful, you know. Um, Absolutely, but, yeah. yeah. So, I'll well, I'll get one. I'll get, I'll get one point
2: to
0: make about it.
2: Um, we'll make
0: it quick. Come on.
2: Fuck you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, i we were talking about like David. You pointed at the. The bit where he took the bit from Starfleet and, and used it live, and at the end, I won Vision on the. Magic ah, Yep. 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 Well, see that <clears throat> I can't remember. I can't remember. Excuse me. <clears throat> I can't remember if it's the first solo because there's about twenty five thousand fucking solos in this whole record, but um, in this song, I think it's the first solo. The the very opening, like four or five notes, and is the solo from the opening of the solo, and it's a hard life it's exactly it's exactly the same oh it yeah uh, it's right. the same and then it yeah. changes after that but he's just, he's yeah. obviously went back in and maybe right. on yeah. subconsciously could I
1: just use the same kind of lick again and stuff yeah right.
2: right. well the,
1: the the funny thing I thought you were going to say, say I, I didn't actually pick up on that so I know that's a good shout Joe but uh, what I thought about that first solo that he plays it's very it's it's weird. It sounds like the kind of souls he played later on into the nineties. Aye, aye, yep. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. And no, no, so, in 1983, I know I know what's hard life. Obviously, was the <laughs> year later, right enough. So that's that kind of puts that to bed. But but just as that, that solo as a whole, even the tone of it, um, you know, I don't know what he's, what he's got through if it's a uh, there's an effect on it. But um, it it just sounds like something he would do. I don't know later on. It just sounds aye. like something you'd hear him doing and and maybe the rework queen stuff on uh Maiden Heaven or something, you know. It's it just the sound of it and the actual choice Exhibition. of and all that. It doesn't just does it sound like Brian May 1983. It's weird because it just aye. It was just aye, almost no. like a wee sneak preview so, of what he'd, what he'd eventually become as a guitar player. He aye, said, get that. Or good or was, bad or whatever, but it was
0: it was just two 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 voxes and a chorus pedal.
2: You say the, uh, so was the, been the chorus pedal probably then. Ah uh, yeah, yeah. You know, so yeah yeah. Right. Yeah. But it's, uh, but I, I think as well that uh I was gonna say that I think the production's actually better on this song and on this on the blues jam thing than it is on Starfleet. The drums sound Aye. like shit yeah. shit on Starfleet, they really do. the drums are terrible, whereas they seem to be a wee bit better on yeah, the last two tracks. So I Production note there. And it's uh, Mark again on production duties.
1: So,
0: uh, just... Big Reinhold. <laughs> so the final track is Bluesbreaker, and uh, brackets dedicated to EC. Um, so, obviously EC is Eric Clapton. Um, Bluesbreaker refers to the 1966 album uh, with John Mayle that Eric Clapton did. Commonly known as a Beano album because Eric Clapton is reading Beano on the cover, um, and uh, it's rightly regarded as one of the seminal guitar albums. You know, if, if you certainly if you play blues, um, this is where you get sent to to learn how to play blues. You know, especially if you're white, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's very much white blues. You know. Um, And Eric Clapton's playing on it is fucking incredible, Um, especially on things like uh, Double Crossing Time and Have You Heard, just unbelievable playing, Um, just screaming, um, solos, just beautiful, beautiful stuff. Um, And Eddie Van Halen, especially, um, was a bit of a a Clapton disciple. Although he did qualify it later on, um, I think, by saying, yeah, he liked Clapton up until about 1970, and then the rest of the stuff he didn't really like. Which and is like, like a lot of <laughs> Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, for, for, for a period about, you know, um, from the mid-60s to about 1970, Clapton was unbelievable.
2: Um, and, then, and then,
0: of course, his latest uh, wheeze is to, along with Van Morrison, is to do a, an anti- Lockdown single, Aye. you know, just but it's, it's, it's crazy because you know, Van
1: Morrison. And oh, he Martin, always was I mean, a dick. I mean, oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But you're thinking, probably, potentially, both of them combined have
0: written a good song in a hundred years, <laughs> <laughs> you know? So, um, so I got this off of a, a very old internet forum thing, and it was guys discussing guitar players and guitars and all that um, but it was specifically about Eddie Van Halen and Clapton and how much Eddie Van Halen loved, loves Clapton or loved them or whatever um, but somebody was saying here that um, they recall something about Clapton getting a copy of this I heard bit of side. Bittler album and he it, it, it doesn't say anything about Brian May specifically but he says apparently Clapton says <laughs> Eddie Van Halen, he, he plays too fast and he's got no feeling. Um, and uh, so, apparently, apparently um, Eddie's uh, response to this was, uh, and I'll quote: Eddie was offended by the comment Eric made about his playing in Bluesbreaker. To paraphrase Eddie, he said, "Well, if I suck at playing the blues, you're a bad teacher because I learned everything from you." <laughs> uh, that's cool. Best that. uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so let's talk about the music then. It's it's almost in, it's very difficult to talk about. This. It's just a, a series of solos, isn't it, really? Um there's some good rhythmic stuff going on. Um, you get an amazing um piano solo uh, from Fred Mandel, very reminiscent of a great blues player called Johnny Johnson. Um just amazing. Uh, just the uh, the guy can play can play piano and and you get to hear that obviously on the works, you know um a, a year later um yeah it's uh, and and the way you can t- you can absolutely tell that you know that 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 uh, statement from Eddie Van Halen about clap, you know Clapton teaching them everything. It's very much, he's playing like Clapton, you know, certainly around about that era, that Blues Bakers, you know, very early cream stuff. Um, he's, he's phrasing it as like Clapton, but not in a, I'm just a, a clone or I'm just, you know, aping you or whatever. You know, like people, you know, a lot of people play, can replicate stuff with no feeling whatsoever. There's loads of feeling in this. This, this man, I, I don't agree with Clapton at all. This no, man has got fucking tons of feeling. This man well, has well, touched by the blues definitely. Just just one, just one sorry, Paul, just one thing. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. One fair. thing that popped into my head there actually, it was probably, that's probably I probably should have mentioned it earlier, but <clears throat> when you were talking about Clapton. Um but I think um just to talk about guitarists' view of Eddie Van Halen, I mean, mm-hmm. all three of us absolutely adore uh, Dave Gilmore, especially in Pink Floyd and Spazi, you know. Yeah. Yeah, especially Roger Waters here, at Pink Floyd. Um, his guitar playing is absolutely phenomenal, and it has. It's got its moments after that period as well, um, absolutely. But um, you know, a guy with so much feeling and and his his own playing. But he said he he there was a quote I read from him years ago, and it was and he said people think you know you know I, I, I he says I would love to be able to play. As fast as Eddie Van Halen. No, aye, aye, I'd love no. to be able to do play guitar. Like I just, it's just, I just can't, and I just don't, and I, you know. So there's a guy, one of the guys with some of the the, the most feeling on his playing, his lead playing. Oh, aye, Nathan much better captain yeah. for me, man. Giving props to to Eddie Van Halen in terms of you know how recognizing how great a guitar player he is, and yeah, you know, without
2: having to say it and going into, going into detail on his playing, you know, find Well, what he's saying when he says something like that, you know there's difference um, between that between some well i think the difference between somebody like dave gilmore and clapton is gilmore's a more grounded human being that isn't completely a fucking egomaniac you know what i mean that's true and yeah. to me clapton if clapton had anything uh derogatory to say about eddie van halen it was probably because he was jealous because all of a sudden he, eddie van halen when eddie van halen when that eruption when people heard that eruption who the, fuck's, who the fuck's Eric Clapton? That is what everybody was saying. Yeah. So he brought mm-hmm. a, bit of, a bit of resentment, whereas somebody like Dave Gilmore comes across as a lot more just down to earth. He obviously respects the guy as a player and the ability he's got to do those things. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And and to be honest, um, I'll tell you something. There's, there's about three or four, maybe five Dave Gilmore solos that bring a tear to my eye. Nothing that Eric yeah. Clapton does brings anywhere near the emotion. That, so... There you go. Yeah, yeah. That's just my two cents worth. That's probably all I can bring to this conversation. <laughs>
0: this <song. laughs> there's, a, there's a quotation from, uh, you know, Neil Sean from uh, the guitar yeah, player Journey. Yeah. Journey. Yep. <laughs> he, he says, he, I, 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 for some reason I always remember this, he, he says the thing about Eric Clapton is you, you see him, you know, and he's got a guitar and you're just looking at him and you're going, why don't you just fucking play it? Aye, aye, I <laughs> totally. Just aye. Like, stop tickling it and fucking play the thing. Man. Aye, and that sums up. That sums them up. Yeah, play the fucking thing. You know, yeah. although he did, he did
1: play. He did. You know what? I, what I liked. Uh, just I'll give uh, Eric, in the 80s one, positive, um, and because he did, he did tour with Roger Waters on the, pros and cons of hitchhiking. Ah, tour. Right. He played yeah. on Roger's album and he toured with him, and that's a departure from obviously you know, the playing he'd been I mean, used to playing. So it was very, very much that, that proggy type type of playing. Obviously, a lot of blues in that album as well. A lot of blues in Pink Floyd, you know, up to yeah. that point as well, you know. Um, so I would give him props for that because, you know, that's I, I think that album's excellent. Yeah, it's overblown, and, but it's Roger Wallace, it's Pink Floyd, you know, it's just, it's always going to be. But, no, it's a good album when they toured with him, obviously, and eventually, obviously, they fell out and, you know Roger Wasden, like Eric Clapton, upstaging him a wee bit. You know, um, so it was a bit like that. But anyway. But with for me with Blues Breaker, um, I it again, it's it's enjoyable. It's enjoyable to listen to, but I, I just I kind of alluded to it at the start. I suppose I, I, I would have preferred the wee bit of space, and and it, it is just it doesn't really breathe enough for me. You know, I think there could have been a better restraint with the two of them. Um, just at times, just to take it back and just play three notes, let the let the let the bass and the piano go for a little, cut on more notes, and then ramp up and really ramp up and build it up and build yeah, it back yeah. up again. And then the drums yeah. would go louder again. You know that kind of thing. The dynamics isn't there.
0: It's yeah, just I guitar,
1: think uh, solo yeah. guitar, solo guitar, solo guitar, you know. So that
0: I don't think it breathes enough for me. I think. Um... It's not really, it, It's improvisation, but it's not really, is it? Because the way I think improvisation is, or, or, or jamming, a band play, and they just play off each other. And and after they come up, if someone comes up with a good idea, they, you know, they'll, they'll develop it. Whereas this is just, I'm playing a lick for a couple of bars, then you play, I, and then I, we just go back and forward.
1: Yeah, I think the only bit that you hear with the, you know, there has been an influence between the two of them is that, Yeah, yeah. Because I think Brian plays it first and then it comes, I think it comes back to I them mean, about three or four times. And by the second time or third time, they're harmonising. And so, they're, you know, that they're, they're, yeah. that's that's a point where you say, okay, ah, right, clearly they're connecting on that particular part. But um, yeah. I just, I just, I just, a bit of breathing space on it. Would have been cool? You know, just a wee bit. Just let it breathe a wee bit, and and you know, just kind of, you know, you don't have to play in every single part of the song. You know, or, or the or the you know the the bit of music. or whatever. But, that might um, have been the the hot space frustration, but <laughs> again, aye,
0: good point. Aye, <laughs> good point. Aye, aye. I, I just had to get it out of him. Aye. I've got to coin the, the Paul
2: phrase here, man. It is well, what is. It, it is what it is, man. It's it's a bunch of guys having a laugh, man, playing and try just it, it wasn't it wasn't meant to be heard um, by anybody yeah. else. So there's no structure to it. It is just guys having a good fun and somebody's press play and record it. Yeah. Uh that's that is all I have to say about it, man.
0: I don't really have anything else to add to it. Uh okay, so uh Three tracks, we've spoken about them. Um, anything else, gentlemen, before we wrap it up? No, nah, I don't think so. The cover's cool, man. The actual realm cover's cool, man. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> big robot. That's a big thing. That's a big big thing the Starfleet people are fighting against, is it? The big Aye. robot
2: thing. Aye. Aye. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's got the spaceship in the back as well, isn't it? Yeah. Aye. It's, not, it's not as good as Roger's Alien, though, but it's,
2: you know... What is it Queen soul albums, robots and aliens, and the covers? Nah, and I... <laughs> I mean, you get the big the,
1: the big robot and fucking user world as well. Aye, and... nah, yeah,
0: true story, man. Like, like the sci fi. You do
1: that. And now you've just got Freddy sitting with shades and a festoon. Yeah, yeah, I...
0: You're
1: like, yes, Freddy. Aye, <laughs> <laughs> I man.
0: That's oh, it, man. That's all you that,
1: need. It's fuck all that dark shit. Fucking do- shades do- Doc that that
0: Rock. Nice. <laughs> fuck
2: Doc Rock.
0: He's a, he's a handsome man, man. Can you yeah, say it? it? <clears throat> okay, so uh, thanks again for listening. Uh, and uh, you know, it, it was a wee bit difficult talking about a series of guitar solos, but we, we did our best. Um, so, like and subscribe anywhere you uh, listen to these podcasts um, and send these messages on Twitter. Uh, we're at What Pods. Um, and we've reviews, uh, obviously five star every time. Aye. Um And uh, yes, talk to us, man. Um, let us that's know. How you... Sorry, just Paul Sorry.
1: on on Twitter. I was just say if you follow us on Twitter, we follow you right back. So you know, we're, yep. we're, we're, that's Absolutely. that's how we work. We're not we're not one of these these kind of bunch of people that think. oh, so let's rack up the amount of uh, followers we've got and not follow anyone back just to make mm-hmm. some weird point that yeah, look how many followers I've got versus it's all a bunch of nonsense that so yeah. follow us follow you back yeah unless you're you, you know your your feed is full of absolute nonsense mm-hmm. in which case you'll just be unfollowed and blocked yeah. so it's a and, uh, if you might follow us and want us to follow you just make sure it's good quality stuff yeah
0: and, uh, <laughs> and if you're if you're edit clapton don't bother uh, so on that note uh, we'll sign off for for, for this particular episode Uh, I hope you've enjoyed it, and uh, we'll see you on the next one, uh, which will be soon. Cheers. Bye.